Episode 81 of the Busting Balls Podcast. He's John. I'm Jeffrey. You can hit us up on Twitter at Busting Balls Pod. Email us, bustingballspod at gmail.com. You are listening to us through our native SoundCloud feed, soundcloud.com slash busting dash balls, or the PWOM Podcast Network, soundcloud.com slash pro wrestling only. And you can find us on Spotify, search Busting Balls Podcast. Today's topic. Rise of the underdog. John Jeffrey, go through what made this season so successful for underdog clubs across Europe. John, what's happening, brother? Well, I think we got to lead in it. The title race in England is pretty much over. Yeah, it is. It is. And it did not go how it should have gone. But, you know, there, there, there's multiple reasons for that. Um, I'm going to say for myself that I, uh, I kind of pre-grieved this several weeks ago when we, when we had that string of three draws and one loss, you know, we had uh, draw consecutive draws to Liverpool, uh, West Ham and Southampton. I think those above everything killed, killed off this title challenge. Uh, What's more than you usually get from Anfield for a start? Say what? It's more than you usually get from Anfield. Well, I mean, okay, true. But also, it was weeks ago, and I had something much more important going on during that match. So, yeah. And obviously, I'm not even mad about that result. It was the other two. And then the the loss of City that killed it. Um, However, and I'm going to say this flat out, congratulations to Manchester City Football Club. For, for, for their title win because they still do have a game in hand on us and there's too much of a gap and it, that much is pretty it, it, that's pretty much over yeah they need to lose two out of three and it's not happening it's not happening today's game as we record this today's game Arsenal versus Brighton Hove Albion proved once again that English refereeing is the absolute dirt worst on planet earth yeah, and, and and before we start talking about you know any new technologies and you know should we re you know should we take another look at VAR any of that how about replace all English referees import them from different leagues across UEFA because these referees are the worst and the fact that they've had one whole English referee in the last two count them two World Cups proves my point. Yeah, I, 
I mean, Andy Madley today, I, I don't want to say, but you look at him and you go. Well, like Andy Madley doing his job, am I right? There were two fouls in the first half, one from each side, which were both minimum yellows. And he just went eh, and let them go. Yeah, I, I, I accept that. Martinelli did a, basically did, you know, a uh, Shiro Koshinako or Ryusuke Taguchi, uh, I'm talking about pro wrestlers, of course, a flying hip attack on, on Kaoru Mitoma. Uh, I accept that, but Estupinyan should have been, you know, Purvis Estupinyan should have been sent off at least once for the way he was shithousing, and so should have Moses Caicedo. He should have yeah. been sent <laughs> off too, instead of contributing to what became the first goal. Yeah, there seems to be a mentality that they're going, oh, no, no, we can't ruin the spectacle. And I'm going, yeah, right. Because you know when the last time... Uh, uh, my dude, you know when the last time a player was sent off against Liverpool for two yellow cards? Hmm. 2016. And you know who that was? Do tell. Sadio Mane in Cops' first home game. <laughs> you are talking a guy who's had... A brilliant Liverpool who's won every trophy he can win with Liverpool, left, gone to Bayern, was the last guy he sent off. I mean, it's against the laws of probability. And okay, but you know what? This isn't even a, cl a, a club thing. Although, you know, I, no, I mean, no. although, although I will point out, it has we have proof that the referees actively were hosing Arsenal. In fact, somebody lost their job over it. It was, you know. A retired ref. I can't remember who it was because I remember he too was a jack off. But you know, in uh, you know, um, was it Lee Mason who got who? It was yes. Yeah, so it was Lee and Mason. And then got kicked off VAR. Yeah, kicked <laughs> off VAR, and then he just left. Yeah. Well, great. I mean, I'm glad some kind. You know what? We could take a. You know, how how many? I mean, we should have had our two points given back for that alone. I, I, but, you know, the fact is, I mean, refereeing, I, I haven't even looked who, who refereed the, the first Newcastle game because that ref was letting things go. Yeah. But I, Andrew Madley today, he should be You know what? If it was you or I in our job doing this badly. Repeatedly. Repeatedly, we would have been sent home. Yeah. And, you know, uh, with, with Liverpool. Paul Tierney, long-term issue with Klopp. And we have had Paul Tierney refereeing our games seven times this year when five is an outlier for any club in the country. Yeah, you know, Paul Tierney. I, 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 I mean, look, Andy I Robertson for being elbowed by his own assistant. Right. Yeah. I, I do remember that. I do remember that. But that was, The guy who was the assistant, the problem, he had one match off. That was it. Yeah. I mean, it's, so, it's a what are the sanctions? You need to be clearer on what how are referees assessed for poor performance. I know there's only so many of them, and I know everyone has bad days here and there. But it seems, uh, do we do we need? Are they not fit enough to keep up with the game? You know, it's do they? You know, I, 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 okay, you mean mentally? Because I, I think well, Andy Andy Manley looks like a fit, strong young man. Why couldn't he? Have used his his I'm sure good senses, you know, as far as sensory, not you know, yeah. common sense, obviously, because we all know that went out the window. <sighs> I mean, and like I said, this is not just a, a an 
because Arsenal's season pretty much ended today. Although, I hate the fact, I mean, again, to use the term from succession, I pre-grieved already <laughs> this. After the, the City loss, I was like, you know what? It, it's, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm just going to be zen the rest of the season about this. To end it officially in this manner was it, it was just it was disgraceful it was disgraceful and every single and the problem is not var the problem is not goal line tech the problem is not now the the offside tech which i thought was being implemented but apparently never will be um huh. yeah it's not that it's the fucking referees yeah. for one General season Henry. there are let's say for one season in the premier league there are no english referees we're going to import them from the rest of UEFA, and this is your refereeing court. Let's see if this makes a, any difference. Yeah, and and the th- a thing, the thing that's really annoying me this season a lot is is the way the the referees going. Oh, let things go, let them play. You know, don't they? They're not giving free kicks for clear fouls. You, know, it's a long-standing problem. Ke- Keev- the first goal should not have stood because Kivior was stomped right on his Achilles to the point where he lost his shoe. Yeah, and, it's a, I mean, yeah, I mean, the, the a foul on the play. Yeah, following the play, VAR didn't even look at it. VAR no. did not even look at that. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, I, I, I am. Yeah. So again, most Salah, he barely gets free kicks. You know. As, as I keep going back to Bernardo Silva, I know it's a game one. He was allowed to judo throw Mo Salah, and it wasn't a foul. A, 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 the Spurs match, the Liverpool game, uh, just before Ricardo's equaliser, Mo Salah was pulled back, held back for 20, 30 yards, and had a free kick given against him. And you're oh. going, what are you clowns doing? Well, again, I, I mean, we, we saw, I mean, we, remember, John, remember when you and I were at Ellen Road? Yeah. And we couldn't figure out what the, there was like a, a part during the match where it, by the letters of, by the, the letters of the laws of the game, that should have been a drop ball for Lee, you know, it should have been a drop ball and Birmingham City kept thinking they had a free kick. Yeah, it was, it, it's particularly this season, it seems to have just gotten, so much worse. Oh, especially post World Cup. Especially post World Cup, it's like they, they're, they're, they had a break. We saw we saw referees during the World Cup who were just not taking shit. And and the, I'll tell you what the other thing is, and and again, this is something again. The referees, the right at the World Cup, you remember the first few games of the World Cup. You you ended up with like 10, 15 minutes injury injury time as standard, yeah? Yeah. Because the referees were seeing the time wasting and the shit housing going on. They're going, We're not having that. We're having as much of the ball in play as possible. You look at the English game today, there's so much time. The Brentford game last week at Liverpool Brentford. And this is what Brentford do, it's fine within the laws of the game. I don't blame them for getting away with it. They were taking a minimum, you know, 30 seconds for every throw, and you know, they were going to throw it in and then, oh no, we'll reset and look, look to go longer upfield. The goal kicks were all taking like 35, 40 seconds. And who got booked for time wasting? Allison. I'm going, what the friggin' hell is Anthony Taylor doing? Clubs yeah. have been coming. I know it's a weapon of a smaller club against a bigger club, and it's how you equalise the talent gap. You know, you make sure the ball's less in play. They can't build attacks. You can't put you so much under pressure. 
but it's it's getting to be a joke. You get, you know, Liverpool Bradley said it was the shortest time in play the season. 37 minutes, the ball in play. A 90-minute game. And then, what was it? I think there were five minutes tops on in, on injury time at the end. Stoppage time. The referees... And the thing is, post-World Cup, I, I believe the head of the referees has changed. It's Howard Webb now. Uh. It's not off to a good start. We are. I, I thought we were free of him. No. I mean, Graham Pohl keeps coming up. See, this is the. This is it. They just keep giving each other jobs for the boys, and they never get rid of. So it just trickles down. Same like shit. Michael <laughs> Oliver allegedly was a great referee. No, he is not. He is Michael Oliver. Fuck. You know what? They all suck. They he, all he, suck. He is the best of the English referees at the minute. I would say. Yeah, it's a very low bar to clear, John. Yeah. Oh, did you see, by the way, you, you know he's a Newcastle fan, so he, he can never referee them. You, did you see what... Well, that's what, amazing because Spurs fans seem to be able to, to referee uh, Arsenal matches constantly. Did you see what the, the pre, where the Premier League sent him over, I, I think it was, it was it was a match weekend. They no, sent him off to referee a game in Saudi Arabia. <laughs> it's like, you know what? what? Good, they can go there. They can go. Yeah, but what the hell? <laughs> they, they, you know what? Let's ship them all to Saudi Arabia. <laughs> Seriously, just uh, English refereeing have have they're ruining the next season. The Busting Balls podcast will exclusively focus on the Bundesliga. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> well, if you want to, you know, because let's face it, Man City can build that kind of deeper squad with where in the second half of the season where everybody else is going. Struggling with injuries, with fatigue, with suspension. No, I'm not, I don't even blame Man City. No, no, no. I don't even no, blame no, no, Man City. I don't even blame no, Man City. No, what, I'm, what Man City are is what Chelsea always threatened to be if they were well run. Man City. Well, they, they aren't this year, so ha-ha. <laughs> yeah, they don't care. Yeah. When did they last lose a meaningful game in the second half of the season? Hmm. They barely draw them. And, it, and, you know, and that's them to the squad. That's them to the way City have constructed. And well played to them because if, you know, if no one's going to stop them or enforce any rules of financial fair play, it's going to happen. Yeah, I noticed how that all died out. Suddenly. Oh, yeah, well, the, I, I think that's because everyone's lawyering up, aren't they? Oh, yeah. But, so it's, it's never going to matter. You know, if we, yeah, if points ever get deducted, it won't matter. You know what? It won't matter. At but, this yeah. point, it doesn't matter. Anyway, I'm moving on. I, 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 I I'm closing this. Yeah, I'm closing this discussion off yeah. for the rest of the season I'm, until we until we do the the final grades. Until we do the final grades, um, which um, I guess might be next episode. Come to think well, of it, so the next episode. Yeah, yeah. There's only going to be two more at most. Yeah, but we've lost the first club from the Premier League this year. We have. Let's let's talk some relegation. Uh, Southampton are gone. They were awful, except they, they had a good record against us. <laughs> and Harold, yeah, I mean, it. It, it's it's just been a, a weird thing. The managerial appointments they were not helpful to them at all. Nathan Jones, he was he he's been gone, frankly, not long enough. Oh, indeed, you know, indeed. And, and, and then you put a rookie manager in charge to try and save you. It's well. Not, 
we, we know who Burnley's replacing now then. I mean, with, with Sam, Southampton. Um, Burnley. We're going to talk more about Burnley in the main topic, but congratulations to them. 101 points. Uh, what, what, yeah. what, won, won, won the championship by streets. Um, yeah, but, but before we uh, before we get to... with century point totals, I know well, we're going to talk about that in our main topic. Yeah. But before we move on to the championship, um, yeah, so still in that relegation conversation, Leicester, who as we record this, play Liverpool tomorrow. Liverpool, uh, and then we have uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I mean, West Ham, I think, are safe. Nottingham Forest not as safe as we thought they were. No, if if they'd held on yesterday, maybe I I think it, but they they may be a point too short. Yeah. Everton freak result on Monday. Wow. Yeah, and now and now they uh yeah so it's between Leicester, Leeds, and Everton for them maybe Forest at this point. But yeah. some of the some of those early candidates did get their shit together. But uh, yeah, Southampton not being one of them, they were trash. They're they're gone. Yeah, the other one it is three out of one good result here will swing it for you know to get one of the three out. I think here. Yeah, but let's talk some championship for a minute because we are in the midst of the 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 playoffs. We're in the midst of the playoffs. Uh, Sunderland who pipped Millwall on the last day to sixth. Because we because Millwall threw away a two goal lead against Blackburn Rovers at the New Dan. Blackburn Rovers were still in the conversation too, but they did not. So God, that was a thrilling last. That was a thrilling last day. It has to be said. Yeah, I mean a, a seven goal thriller at the New Den. When was the last time we could say that? <laughs> Never. Possibly. Yeah, I, possibly never. But right now, so uh, Sunderl sixth place. Sunderland beat third place Luton Town. Remember when they were almost dead? Oh, oh God. I, my dude, I remember when they beat Arsenal for a trophy back in the 80s. Right. I but I mean, remember on. when they were almost dead during this century, though, John? Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, they uh, they beat Luton Town 2-1 at the Stadium of Light. The return leg is, I believe, Tuesday. Tuesday Wednesday? Yeah. Tuesday, yeah. The return leg is on Tuesday at Luton Town. And... Uh, in the other game this morning, uh, fifth place Coventry had a nil-nil draw with fourth place Middlesbrough. By the way, John, I was aggrieved to f- to find out who Sunderland's manager was. I did not know this whole season who he was, and I was aggrieved to find out who he was yesterday. Oh yeah, <laughs> uh, that would be Tony Mowbray, one of the absolute worst Celtic managers of the modern era. <laughs> <laughs> And yes, I know he played for Celtic, but he sucked as a manager. But my dude, I, th- I think today with with the, the uh, playoff football going on, I think the the team to feel absolutely sorry for at the moment is Sheffield Wednesday. Oh, and why is that? Because I haven't seen any okay. league. Well, wait, 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 wait. Before we but wait, before we move on, uh, relegated out of. The championship, uh, Reading, Blackpool, who I'm kind of sad about. I I, I don't dislike Blackpool, and no, uh, badly treated by owners. Yeah, I mean they got promoted last season, so it was just yeah. maybe they just didn't do well. I mean, I, I don't think. It, I mean, it's not the Oysters, which thank God. 
exactly. Yeah. So, yeah and, and Wigan Athletic uh, also down to League oh. One. By the way, did I hear this right yesterday on the broadcast that the Sunderland chairman is 25 years old? I believe so. <laughs> Just... Does not make you reconsider what you've done with your life when we're twice that age. I, and... I wouldn't want the misery of running Sunderland, frankly. Um... <laughs> hey, they're getting that. Hey, they're getting that sweet Netflix money. I, I believe with with the relegation of Reading, they were relegated due to a points deduction, and all the Cardiff fans I know, and given I work part in Cardiff, I know a fair few were saying. Thank God for points deductions. Yeah, that it, yeah, it's true. They did uh, get a points deduction. Uh, so yeah, but, but let's go to League One here. Um, yeah, let's go to League One because uh, you're yeah, going to have to take the lead on this one because okay. I I know yeah, nothing. Up up with a century of points plus I think it's hundred and one. Beautiful. Who is that? Plymouth. Plymouth. Uh, yes. Well, we're going to talk about them rich. in our runners up. Ninety eight points. Absolutely zip. Yeah, isn't, isn't that your your isn't that your uh your partner's club? You know I was gonna get a message mention in here for oh, it. Oh yeah. So yeah, hurrah for Kieran McKenna's Ipswich, mighty. Sheffield Wednesday, unlucky to miss out with ninety six points. Oof. Oof. Can you guess what happened in the first round of the playoffs? They got knocked out. They haven't been knocked out yet. Peterborough finished 19 points behind them the here. Posh. The Posh. Barnsley were next to them, 10 points behind them. The Posh, in the first leg of that, those playoffs, washed Shepherd Wednesday 4-0. Oh, my goodness. What an end to the Oof. season. Sorry, Sheffield. Meanwhile, Sheffield United was the second place who's going up to the Premier League, but we don't know who they're replacing yet. Uh, let's talk. You know, while we're here, League Two. Did you see who has a uh, a a a one nil aggregate lead right now in their tie to get promoted to League One? To so League One. Um, oh no, is it um, Bradford? I saw Bradford and Carlisle. Oh, oh, actually, they just scored. scored. That was one nil. That was one nil two seconds ago. So they yeah. just scored. No, uh, yeah, I guess uh, Carlisle, which... Uh, yeah. Oh, my Salt God. I, have, I suddenly had audio on my phone. I don't know. Sorry if that came through. Um, what the... Yeah, is it by any I'm chance? Sorry, my, I'm sorry, my my phone is... Uh, you you yeah. get somebody else's broadcast live on the air here because I don't know what the hell happened there. Um, no, uh, Salford... Yes, Salford City. Against uh, <laughs> Salford against uh, uh, Stockport County. Matt, is Matt Smith still going? My God. <laughs> Matt yeah. Smith is about 25 foot tall. Oh, my <laughs> God. So, uh, yeah, anyway. So, yeah, that, that, that's, uh, that, that, that's fun times in, uh, in the English uh, League playoffs. So before we leave England, uh, we would be remiss if we did not mention the women's FA Cup final happened today. Indeed. And with a live report from that, John Arnold, take it away. <laughs> it, it's essentially Man United against Chelsea. Not not that I will have ever have fitness against Man United's women's football team for essentially stealing a ton of starting their club their their own football team by stealing a ton of Liverpool's players at the time. Liverpool's fault possibly for not paying them enough. But there we go. 
Funny enough, if I was to tell you that Chelsea won one nil, who would you say might have scored that winning goal for them? Um, who's that? Oh, uh, would it be Sam Kerr? Oh, uh, how did you guess? Because who else will we be talking about? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the two-time women football writers player of the year, Sam Kerr. Yeah. Oh my and, goodness. Probably the highlight of a. Really dullish game was her doing her her backflip. Mm, well, congratulations to Chelsea. They've been dominating that particular competition yeah. uh, for some and, time. And it should, it should point out, um, United. I believe it was Man United's first ever their women's first teams was first ever final. I, if I'm not mistaken, I think so. Yeah, I mean they are a relatively recent team, so yeah. Yeah, they nearly made a great. They, they had a goal dislodged. I think it was after twenty seconds or something like that for offside. It was offside, so that's not a problem. Yeah, but yeah, it, it was kind of a, a, a cagey game for me. It was wasn't a great, but you've got someone like Sam Kerr. You've always got a shot. Let's face it. Yeah, it's true. It's true. All right. Elsewhere in Britain, Celtic, of course, are. Scottish League champions, and they are on a treble, a domestic treble, again, uh, depending on if we beat Inverness Caledonian Thistle for the Scottish FA Cup. Uh, that being said, uh, it's a good thing that yesterday's Old Firm Derby was basically a meaningless game because I would have been a lot more upset were it not for that fact that it was a meaningless game. Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> for the first time in how long? Uh it's been since this year, yeah, since this year started. Certainly this season. It, it's a it's a it's a win for Rangers in the old firm game. It is. Do you think that anyone at Parkhead is? Yeah, you know. Yeah, I'm sure there were, because yeah. you never want to lose it's your derby rival, yeah. but. Yeah, it, it's a good thing that this was... But, I mean, the game was inconsequential. Ange Noah, he didn't even feel the first team, totally. There you go. This is... I, I don't think Ange is particularly worried at that point. Yeah, I mean, it just... I mean, there's always a chance we're going to lose to Rangers. There's always a chance, sadly. I guess, you yeah. know, if I take one, one, uh, one positive from all this, is that Alfredo Morelos was an unused sub in his final old firm derby. <laughs> Come. And I should say, while we're in Scotland, the mighty Partick Thistle, uh, by good friend, supported by good friends show, Ian Hepburn and Michael Collins, triumph in their first, in their playoff, uh, well, I, I think it's a quarterfinal now, because, oh, come on, do you, do you know how these playoffs work? You're talking about the ones for the, the, the Scottish Championship? Yeah, yeah. I believe they have a, a. I believe they have a playoff between like the top three, and then goes, and and then the winner of that plays, I think, eleventh in the Scottish Premier League. Yeah, relegation promotion. Kind of like how they do in in kind of like how they do in the Bundesliga. Yeah, it, it's it's uh, fourth plays third, then the winner of that plays third, second. <laughs> second, then the winner of that. that yeah, it's it's it, it kind it's kind of a. A sucky system that to my, to my mind because it's, you look it's always going to favour the team in eleventh in the Scottish Premier League. 
who, you know, have played. Yeah, but I mean, it's worked out before. I mean, I remember Hibbs uh, relegated Hearts one time, I think. I think that's how that worked. At that point, but, you you know, if if Partick has finished fourth by a point from the other two guys, and they've got to play more games. But Partick Thistle, with a mighty 4-0 away win in the second leg to win, I think it was... Uh, seven two on aggregate, or wow. no, eight three on aggregate. What, what a you know, the mighty Jags. Come on, so let's leave Britain now. Thank God, <laughs> <laughs> if only we could. Eh, <laughs> speak for yourself. I'm not even there. <laughs> I, I was speaking with the general, sane people in this nation. <laughs> <laughs> we have league champions elsewhere, John. As we all know, uh, Napoli delayed but not denied Serie A, but we're going to save them yeah. for the main topic. Um, we're saving them for the main topic. As we speak, La Liga is 45 minutes plus stoppage away from crowning their champions. Atletico Madrid, who, sneaked, who snuck into second today, or, you know, a couple weeks ago, lost 1-0 away to Elche. Barcelona currently 3-0 up at the start of the second half against uh, Derby rivals, Catalonian Derby rivals, Espanyol. Yep. Lewandowski has two already. Lewandowski's lifting the La Liga trophy after, after, like, however many consecutive Meisterschale he lifted. I, I would say that it's impressive how Barcelona have recovered from their near bankruptcy. But frankly, given that it involves essentially selling off TV rights for, I think, 25 years or something ridiculous. Yeah. It, it, it It's a celebration now, and it's well-earned because that defense has been lights out for this entire year. It, it's amazing. Yeah, it's amazing how they turned around. And you know, all credit to, ja, to, to, to Xavi, too, you know, oh. as manager. All credit to him. Um, we still have a title race in Germany, if only just. <laughs> yeah, I think by the time we next record a show, we certainly won't. <laughs> yeah, they've only got two games left. So, uh, so let's talk. Yeah, so Bayern lead Dortmund by one point. Dortmund briefly went top uh, a couple weeks back. Um, so yeah, we still technically have a title race. We still, and we also still have a three-way tie. We still have a three-way race for the the Champions League spots. Uh, Leipzig won late today against Werder Bremen, so they are in third. Uh, they, uh, Union Berlin had a later. Oh my God. That game yesterday, four, two against Freiburg. That game was, that game was amazing. Iser Union is what I'm going to say. Uh, they're in fourth 59 points. Freiburg, who they beat 56 point, uh, 56 points in fifth. Uh, Wolfsburg and Leverkus- Leverkusen and Frankfurt, yeah, I guess technically mines too. They're all fighting for the uh, the Conference League spot at this point. Yeah, but yeah. Let's let's frankly hope for the, for the competitive balance sake. Dortmund come through somehow. Yeah, that would be nice. I mean, well, let's look. I mean, they're, they're uh, Bayern's remaining two games. 
are against Leipzig and Köln. Uh, Leipzig maybe could pick up points Possibly, off of them. Yeah. yeah, and Dortmund of Augsburg and, and Mainz. Mainz. Augsburg has been. Augsburg could beat anybody on any given day. So yeah, they're that a little one's right. not gonna. So yeah, both the, both of their next two matches, uh, Bayern and Dortmund, uh, they could be a little rougher than they think. Well, yeah, the low mid table. It, 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 Dortmund get a Dortmund, you know. It, it's you know, what, 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 <laughs> there is uh, that. <laughs> what, what's German for Spursy? Dortmund. Yeah, right. Uh, yeah, true that. But yeah, uh, go Union though. I, I, I hope Union do make. And we were going to talk about them in the in the main topic too. But since we're here, uh, I, I really hope that they do make the Champions League spot. Uh Currently, Absolutely. relegation. Um, nobody officially relegated yet. But that being said, uh, it's looking like a Hertha Berlin, the other team in Europe, in, in, in Berlin, excuse me. Um, the other team in Berlin, they're looking like they're going down. They are dead last, 25 points. Stuttgart currently but in 17. Win two from two, it's not happening. But so, but so does Schalke if they want to avoid the the playoff against uh, who at this point looks like it's going to be Hamburger, which ticks me off because St. Pauli was kind of in that argument for a while too. Yeah, I mean, I can see Hurt and maybe even Bochum, but I can't see him beating Wolfsburg. Yeah, well, we'll see, right? Okay. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, we still have a race, and yeah, it's still all to, to play for in the Bundesliga. Uh, we do have another league champion to mention, though. Uh, Indeed. The, the Eredivisie. Feyenoord. Feyenoord win the Eredivisie. That's all good fun. Yeah, I mean, you can't can't uh, can't go wrong with that, can you? And and yeah, I mean, they they are. If I'm not mistaken, they'll be well clear all season and. They were they what? How many points clear of? Well, let me well, let me see. I'm trying to. I'm still trying to find them. <laughs> yeah, here we go. Eight points clear of PSV, oh. and 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 a further seven points clear of Alkmaar in third. So well, yeah, I, I, where points. did Ajax go to? Ajax are in fourth on sixty three. Yeah, well, they still have uh, they still have two matches to go too. But yeah, it's it's set for. Oh one. yeah, yeah. Ajax, Ajax, have won it, so yeah. Uh, ooh. Ajax. Ajax. Oh well, they still have a game. To, well, they still have a game. Yeah, to they, play they've out. got three games left. Not uh, yeah. Yeah, they've got three games. Eh, they can still make champ. Well, let's. No, they can't. Nope. No Champions League. The best they can Theoret do. Theoretically, it's a mathematical possibility. Uh, That's all I'll say. Yeah, it's a it's a possibility. They won't be making. Yes, both of the remaining games. It's not happening. I mean, they. Uh, I mean, I guess technically they could still maybe overtake uh, PSV, but what are the odds here? Oh, and Barcelona just went up four nil. Oh, uh, although they are looking at. Oh, VAR is looking at it though. <laughs> yeah, that that's yeah that that title race is done. It's been done for a long time, but it'll be officially done tonight. Yep. So that's all I got. How about you, John? 
Um, I, I think that's all, all we all we need to say for this one because I think we've gone long on this, haven't we? As usual, we kind of have, yeah. But I mean, we had a lot to discuss, and uh, yeah, one one part of the discussion took a little bit longer than I thought it would. So <laughs> sorry. Getting you on refs takes a long time. I I never knew. <laughs> yeah, it turns out who who would have guessed? Right? <laughs> Coming up. Today's topic, Rise of the Underdog. John and Jeffrey go through what made this season so successful for underdog clubs around Europe. Please stay tuned. And we're back with the second half of episode 81 of the Busting Balls podcast. Tonight's Rise of the Underdog. John and Jeffrey celebrate the rise of the smaller clubs throughout Europe this season. Jeff. Yes, it, it has been a wonderful story. Uh, I mean, let, let, let's go to, you know what? We could have discussed Arsenal on this. And, in fact, I initially planned to talk about Arsenal. But, you know what? We spent so much time talking yeah. about them in the top half of the show. I think I'm just going to scratch them off. Let's yeah, start I, with- I mean, the only thing to say about Arsenal, we didn't expect them to be contending for the title this year. They were maybe thinking they were going to be top four. They've done beautifully this year. Yeah. And, and, I mean, and and, 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 and Spurs, I don't even think – Spurs aren't even going to make Europe. No. I, I think if if we're talking the Premier League, though – let, let's talk Brighton. I know today you might not want to, but, you know. This no, is I mean, overall, really... I think Brighton's done a fantastic job. Uh, today, yeah. they can, for how they acted today, they could burn in hell. But Yeah, I believe they're on today. Rec- they've already broken their record points total for the division. They are still at least mathematically in with a shot of the Champions League. They are likely to get European football this year. You know, and, and this after they lost their manager, what, four or five games in this year? Yeah, wow. they, they are they are on. Well, they're already going to finish above the club that said manager went to. <laughs> By a long way as well. By, currently 15 points, but they still have they still have two games in hand. Yeah, they, they have is, four left to play, which yeah. is frankly insane at this point in the season, but. Yeah, I think I had to play a quarter of their games in the last month, yeah. which just what a ridiculous season is. So yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, all credit to to, to Brighton. They've done biz, and it, it, they they've done a great job. And you know, let's face it, the the transfer of Leandro Trossard to Arsenal worked out both ways. Yeah, totally. Frankly. But, totally. but probably, I don't want to stay. In, I don't want to stay in the Premier League though. Even though, like I said, we could discuss Arsenal. I'm not going to. Yeah, but totally. let's talk Napoli. The clear, oh, the clear bias street winners of Syria. Ah, let let's just say it this year: the Maradona double, the World Cup, and Syria. They they they, they, they won the their third ever Scudetto. 
And if you want a third one, obviously Barca winning the, winning the Liga as well. So three, 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 three of Maradona. I can't remember how Boca did this year now, but um... oh, we didn't even talk about that. Oh my God! You know what? Let, yeah, let's talk about that for two seconds. Yeah. Before we get too far into Napoli, did you see what happened in the last uh, Super Classico? I did not. Oh my goodness! I I sent this to you. I sent this to a group. Oh, chat. The, the yes, the article. I have read this. Yeah. Oh my goodness! Thirty-seven fouls, six reds, nineteen minutes added time. River Plate one, <laughs> Boca Juniors nil. <laughs> Ridiculous. Yeah, they they let Diego down. But everyone else did. But let, let's go back to Napoli. Yeah, let's go back to Napoli. Oh my! Because, and they yeah. played. Not only, not only did they win Syria ah, by by miles. Although you know that was uh, you know kind of it was kind of uh, you know they they had a difficult run of it in in the last quarter. I think totally. And and the thing is, and in fact, they they lost today to. 2-0 to Monza. Do you think they care? <laughs> no, I mean, no, it's an ultimately meaningless result, and especially since, of course, Juve got their points back, so now they're going to, it looks like they're likely finishing second. They're currently beating uh, Cremonese, who I think are relegated today, actually, if with this result. Um, they're beating Cremonese. Uh, no, actually, no, not officially. Cremonese will be relegated next game. But, um, yeah, yeah. again, Cremonese 2-0. So, yeah, Juve, once they got their points back, too. But even so, it was irrelevant to what Napoli did. Yeah, and as, as a Liverpool fan, I'm quite familiar with what with how they were doing because we seem to play them every freaking year in the group stages. <laughs> and they, this yeah, but, year... But, but at least you, got, you both got to, to hand Rangers their ass. Oh, absolutely. And, and, you know, this year I, I thought that particularly at their place was was the best I'd seen them year on year. They're always tough at home, but, you know, I, I believe it's also Luciano Spalletti's first... Um, Scudetto? First yeah, first, I believe it's first Scudetto. Yeah. Which seems that, wrong. That seems insane to me. But now I'm going to have to look this up. <laughs> yeah, make sure... <laughs> Oh I, my goodness gracious! Yeah, hold, hold on. I'm looking up uh, his managerial honors. Yeah, I, I'm. Oh my goodness, you are right. This is his yeah. first ever Scudetto. He now okay. So he won promotion for Empoli from Serie Bay. Oh, actually, from Serie C one and Serie Bay in consecutive years. Yeah, and he's won. At Roma, he won two consecutive Coppa Italias and a Super Coppa Italiana, and he won uh, he won trophies in uh, in Russia at uh, at Zenit. He won titles there, but yeah, this is his first ever Scudetto. That just seems wrong to me. Doesn't it? It does. It absolutely does. Are you talking? You know, Simon Lozano. I think. It's such a good side. Uh, oh, and, and, and you know, it's funny though that it, the fact that he replaced Gennaro Gattuso, <laughs> too, I just think yeah. it's hilarious. <laughs> Off he goes. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes maybe good. 
<laughs> of course, you know the soundbite, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think everybody knows the soundbite. Yeah. I mean, welcome yeah. to football. Listen to this from Gennaro Gattuso. Sierra, you know, it, it's almost been UV's playground for a decade. You know, <laughs> give yeah. or take last year. But um, last couple yeah. of years. Last couple of years, yeah. Follow it. But this is it's it's genuinely great to see you know Napoli. I think it's is it thirty years since last thirty plus years since Diego took them. Yeah. Back. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. It, it, it's it's you know, I I know they they were quite as big as say Liverpool are in this country, but it's a similar thing. It's a it's a real feel good story. It's similar to that time when we had where we you know, they they just blew everyone away early on, and they were just in the distance before anyone thought to look up. Yeah. So yeah, absolutely beautiful story. You gotta love it. I mean, it's it's great. And the the footage I saw on on CBS Sports when uh, when they'd won. Oh, did did you see the one from the back of the uh, their coach? I think it was. Yes. From behind, yeah. All all the all the scooters behind. Oh, it was beautiful. Oh my goodness! It was what. what a that's what football should be about. That that joy of it, you know. It, it's like, you know, Man City, Bayern, whoever, you know, the big, well-run clubs winning the league. Wait, there's no real joy there for me. It, but something like Napoli, where you're seeing the fans, where you see what it means to them, rather than being just another bit of somewhere, that's what I love in football. I, that that's a romance bit. I'm here for it, and, and I'm here. For, I'm here for them winning again, frankly, because just I'm just enjoying it while it lasts. Yeah, I mean, it, it's madness to even start speculating about next season for anybody. But yeah, that's uh, yeah, they, they are definitely going to be ones to watch, and I, I'm going to ha- have fun doing it. But uh, that's not the only ones we need to discuss because we have uh, quite some others to discuss too. I mean, we kind of already talked Union Berlin a little bit. But yeah, how was it? I mean, we would when how long in the season were we talking about them being title contenders? Well, they were they led the table, yeah, for, um, for I, like a good chunk of the season. I, I think it's only the last two, three, maybe last month or so that they've, they've just like fallen away and they haven't drastically fallen away, they're still kind of touching distance, not, not quite touching distance, but you know, it's only the last couple of weeks that they've fallen away and not been able to keep up, yeah. But even so, they're still overachieving. I mean, let's face it. Nobody... Massively. Massively. I mean, again, Hertha... Hertha Berlin, you know, the the, the more established Bundesliga club, and they're about to be relegated. Yeah, and... I'm thinking, you know, Urs Fischer, what a job, you know. What's I mean, it's a late, I suppose... It's supposed to be a late career job for him, but, you know... They're going to do well to hold on for him after how well he's done there. Yeah, I mean, absolutely, and I mean, again, when you when you look at this is the sort of club that you know definitely fits this uh, fits this mold. When you look at how, I mean, again, they you know their fans literally gave bl- their blood to save the club. They they did a blood yeah. drive, a fundraising drive. To, to to save their club, they they volunteered their time, you know, time and and resources and efforts to rebuild their stadium totally. because because the club couldn't afford, you know, a professional rebuild. 
and and the thing, you know, it's it's. Not, I know it's they didn't do it the same way as Leipzig, but it's so good to see clubs from the old East coming up because you know, yeah, the, Leipzig, the, yeah, Leipzig are a whole different story. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, you know, it's a club that, had, that was in the old East, and the East East Germany clubs have been the poor relations because you know you you had what <laughs> you had thirty years plus of them not having the resources or the money or be able to attract the stars that, that the old West German clubs did. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, we, we, maybe that's something we should look into too, the, the rise yeah. of the East German football, but yeah, I mean, um, Union, how do you, how do you not look at Union and just say, yeah, this club rocks, you know, they, they oh, are, totally. and, and, and they're apparently one of the most, they're like second only to St. Pauli as far as, as far as left-wing politics. That's what I love to hear. You know? <laughs> so how do you not dig that? Oh, I I, I loved it. I, I'm, just, I'm just enjoying watching. Again, it, it's it's probably... I think they might be still be... They're likely to still be Champions League next year as well. Yeah, that's right. I mean, yeah, we, as we were yeah. saying, yeah, I mean, they, they're still... They still have Champions League in their grasp. That see that that's a, it's, it's brilliant. It's in, it's almost an insane thing to look at from even their expectations at the start of the year. Oh yeah, but, I mean nobody yeah, thought. I mean nobody thought they were gonna you know lead the table for no. I, and I will. I, I I mean I'm assuming that right now that Liverpool don't make it because I, I think that's still slightly unlikely. But I'll, I'll be watching the Union game the next year all the way. Yeah. Absolutely. No, they they've been they've been wonderful and yeah, and I hope that long this this continues. Totally. So uh who else can we discuss? Let's talk some uh let's talk some Burnley, shall we? Yeah. I I suppose they're not quite the underdogs, but you know, that we were talking because you know, they they they've gone down to division with that Premier League parachute payment. So th- so they're, they're a cushion. But I think what the Burnley story is about is the way, you know, inside essentially an off-season, they've gone from a club which had lost a ton of players. They've gone from Sean Dykes to Vincent Company. They've gone from a club you would cross the road not to watch to a club, my God, it's a beautiful one. to, to they, They've gone to a club that's won that division in style, in every sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, and look, he's he transformed. I mean, literally transformed that club. Yeah, it's it's almost like a magic wand, isn't it? It is. It's like, yeah. I mean, how how does this how does this be? How is this the same club that we had to deal with, Sean Dice? Sorry about that. Uh, we had to deal with Sean Dice for for years and years. Yeah, you know the club that essentially you you took over from the Wet Wednesday and Stoke analogy. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And now they they played some of the most gorgeous football I've ever seen. Yeah, again, beautiful. I I know they got blown away by City in the Cup, but that was to be expected because City, again, even even when you play the Premier League, they're a step up again on that front. Yeah, right? Yeah, they, they are such... A different a, the difference in play the difference in style it, it, you know, normally you think if a club changes style especially when they've got director football to maintain this kind of the club works this way and plays towards this 
you know, I, I say, you know, Liverpool, the youth teams, your reserve teams are, are built on the same style as that first team, right? Right. Normally, you, you, as a club, you've got this identity, you maintain it to a degree. And normally, if you say, if a club just goes and appoints a manager in the summer who doesn't play a similar style, you're thinking, what the hell's going on? Bit of a desperation appointment. Vincent Company has walked in and changed all that and proved that can work. I mean, it's it's amazing. It is nothing short of amazing how and, well yeah, they've done this. And um, I suppose, you know, credit, it is, um, as with Arteta at Arsenal, it's part of the Pep Guardiola coaching tree here. So right. There's a, it's a certain philosophy. And if it's bleeding down into English football, you know, and, and it is a good style of play to watch. It's it's a style which values style, which values entertainment, which values good football. That's a good thing. If it, you know, it it's maybe you can it can it can work in even a division which is quite famous for being more physical and harder to get out of like that. Right. We see more sides playing like that. We're all moving forward. Yeah. So uh, I did not pay attention to League One. So uh, yeah, tell me about League One. League Un. No, League One. League One. Yes, because you, you said you, your partner supports a club who just oh, won yeah. again. Uh, Ipswich again, maybe you know the, for the division they're a big club. Maybe they they've been underperforming for a long time. I think they've been down there t- two three years now. Kira McKenna <laughs> again. He has come in. Um, I know Plymouth won the division and they did that fabulously, and they should get all the credit. 101 points from 46 matches. Sa- same as Burnley, that actually. Three. Wow. Um, S- say again? That top three. Wow. But the again, Ipswich, you know, you're talking by margins. The, the division's top scorers, the division's best defense. A side that has been basically mooching around for so long since you know they got relegated from the Premier League, I think it's 21 years ago now. Yeah, it's been a long time. <laughs> yeah, I think they were the longest serving members of the championship, like 16, 17 years before they got relegated. And then three, four years. It, it's been kind of a club in limbo in stages going through the same old place. You know, they had Roy Keane there. They had Mick McCarthy there, who you know, who did absolutely thing. Tony Mowbray, I believe, was there as well. <laughs> just to just to make you a smile. Yeah, thanks. And yeah, and Kieran Ken is coming this season and he's revitalized the club. And I, it's just such a, again, a great thing to see. Yeah, I mean, it's just, yeah. And then let, let's go down to the fifth tier of English football. Yeah. I mean, two, you know about- two, count them, <laughs> two clubs with over 100 points. Yeah. And, you know, I, I know there will be people coming and saying, Rex, and, oh, they're lucky to have the money coming in. Yes, of course they are. But it is a the strategy of it is fantastic, and I cannot hate a club who were you know who almost went out of existence again. A club whose fan who's who was saved by their fans. Yeah, again, I mean, this is, I mean, okay, so yeah, everybody's gonna pick on you know the Ryan Reynolds and Rob McElhenney factor. You know, the fact that they're getting all this extra money from from FX to do, yeah. to do Welcome to Wrexham. Um, at the same time. Why not? What a story. How brilliant is, is strategy is it for running a club? 
make the money on the side. It's like that. Yeah, we're it. running a club. Yeah, we're running a club, and we're a- and they're actually getting involved with the club. Yeah, a, a club that is innately tied to the city of Wrexham in Wales. Yeah, and let us not forget the third oldest football club in the world. Wow. But also, again, they were a situation like Union. They were about to go under, and the fans stepped in and prevented it from happening. Look how many times, how many times have we discussed other clubs where they weren't so lucky? Like, we, I know uh, Bury were the last, yeah, were the last ones to go out, you know, to actually go under in the time that we've been doing this show. Newport County, my own home club. I know it's going back to the another another Welsh club. I mean, yeah, what <laughs> bolded fans restarted, couldn't even play in Newport, had to go out to Gloucestershire. <laughs> you know, it was it was a it was a huge trek out to Morton on the marsh. But yeah, Wrexham again, a club nearly out of business. But and you know from yeah, from talking to people up there, the atmosphere around the city is fantastic. It, it's just yeah, and, and it's not like it's not like this is Leipzig money. This is we're, we're yeah they they yeah if they bought their way into something they bought their way into the fourth tier. I mean I I they weren't exactly smashing the transfer market. No, um, although I, I I did see did did you see what I think uh, they were trying? I think McElhenney was trying to pull this week or it was a couple of weeks ago. After you know, they took Foster as a when a keeper went there, <laughs> Michael oh. was trying to play Gareth Bale to come out to retirement to play for them in the fourth year. Oh, I seen that. I did actually see that. I loved it. And Gareth Bale went. Now all I was trying to do was get around the golf at St Andrews for free. He was like, <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, yeah, that's all. That, that's what Gareth Bale cares about. <laughs> Gareth Bale's a Cardiff lad, so you know, I don't think he's got that much att- attachment to Wrexham. But you know, at the same time, you know, uh, yeah, yeah. I think they they just had the, the the confluence of a a club that the fans cared about. Yeah, and. The fact that they had, you know, Hollywood money coming in. But yeah, still, it's think... not like there's an appreciable... I mean, is there really an appreciable difference? Like, if they start going up the leagues, then yeah, okay, yeah, maybe it's the Hollywood money that, that's doing it. But, I mean, if they are in their natural progression, I don't see the issue. I, I don't see the issue. And, 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 there's a, and there's a stark difference between two comedy actors owning... A club and you know a sovereign wealth fund. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, the one thing you've got to say is that they had to, and, and this is in obviously in the documentary, they had to prove that they were not just coming in for the money to you know to go. Yeah, we're going to make a series about it and then fuck off. Leave yeah, and then, and, yeah. And, and, and bugger off. Yeah, no. And again, you know what. You know what? Ryan Reynolds and Rob McElhenney did not get them their run in the FA Cup this year either. No, they did not. That they would that suggested as well that they could well compete in that second division next year. Now, mind you, it did get them, you know, on TV. Of course, it did. 
But I think if they would have made it that run anyway, they would have gotten on TV because, holy crap, this team from the fifth tier is, you know, going up against Sheffield United, you know? And giving them everything they can handle. And they nearly beat them, too. Yeah. Nearly beat them. I mean, that, that, that went to a replay. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, but, you know, buried in all this is, is second place. The Not oldest count- professional football club in the world. Yeah, so we're talking two of the oldest clubs on earth in the history yeah. of the world. I, I believe they are two. The two now, Notts County. Now, okay, so for those of you not familiar with Notts County, number one, as John mentioned, they are the oldest professional club in the world. The oldest club in the world is Sheffield. Yes. Not, not, not Sheffield Wednesday, not Sheffield United, just Sheffield. And they are yep. an amateur club. Yep. But Notts County is the oldest professional club to be in, you know, in the sport. Um, how famous are they? Well, they're the innovators of the black and white stripe kit to the point where they once got a donate. Juventus once got a donation from Notts County of jerseys, which is how Juve became the Bianca Neri. They used to play in pink, which is why they are the old lady. And for four years, they don't do it anymore, which kind of ticks me off. But four years, if you lifted up a Juve shirt on the under on the underneath, you will see NCFC stitched into a Juve uh, older Juve shirts, meaning Notts County Football Club. Oh yeah. And they did this season 107 points. You know, and normally that would absolutely win you it by a country mile. And except you've got Wrexham just ahead. And again, this was all on the match at the race course. When the, you know, it, and that was a tight game as well. Oh, yes, it was. Could have gone either way. You, you could not have said, you, you could not have gone, you guys, you know, you shouldn't go up. Although Notts County did try to blow it in the in the you know, the semifinals there in the playoffs. Ooh, well, but they didn't. So are they, they, they are are they coming up or do they still have a, a game to go? Uh, let's see, they might well have another game to play. Let's see. Uh, let, let me have a look in. Talk amongst yourselves while I do this. I know it's a podcast. <laughs> well, I think one thing we should discuss, though, is, is is what... How did this all happen? I mean, we have so many of these stories. This, I mean, usually we get one or two. You know, we, we, we you know for years, we're just like, who's the next Lester? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, Notts County. Sorry, I, I missed this yesterday among everything because I was busy yesterday, and we'll talk about it at some other point. Notts County came from behind twice yesterday and won 4-3 on penalties to make it up to the Football League. They are in the football. You see? They, they, were, they equalised in the 87th minute and then yeah, equalised again in the second half of extra time. It's a resilient club. Who do they play against? Chesterfield. Ah, okay. You know, it, it's it's better than Boreham Wood. They needed a 96th minute equaliser against Boreham Wood and then 120th minute before they got to the penalties. Oh, my goodness. Oh, but man. they did it. They done they it. Did it. And yeah, and yeah, you know, I mean, Notts County again, a club that 
you know, you wouldn't say they died of neglect or anything. They had gone through a poor series of managers. You know, um, Kevin Nolan was there, I think. Um, Harry Kewell. Um, I know where Harry Kewell ended up. Yeah, and then they got relegated in 2019. And I, I, I think let, let, uh, we ought to give a shout out to a uh, friend of the show here, Chris. Oh yes, who is doing it? Who is uh, doing a piece on this? I believe. Yes, he is. Yeah, our, our, our former guest of ours, Chris Damasano, uh, soon will have a, uh, a a little video journalistic piece about Notts County. So uh, stay, okay. stay tuned for that one. By the way, you do know where Harry Kuehl did end up, right? Uh, I can't remember. Did he go back to Australia or something? Or? He is at Celtic as a, an assistant to Ange Postacoglu. Oh, wow. <laughs> I, I think that's a pretty good role for him. So, yeah, so they, so here, here's the question I have: Is what was the environment that fostered this? Do you think? I mean, you, we could say the World Cup, but that's not going to explain the likes of Burnley or Plymouth or Wrexham necessarily. No, I mean, particularly because you know the, the World Cup had a negligible impact. How many? You know, no, it didn't stop. But the you know, lower divisions did not stop for that World Cup. No, they did not. <clears throat> Excuse um, me, sorry. I mean, voice you, cracking. You, you can say that for the you know for the clubs in and around Champions League spots, who you know who may you know who aren't by no man city with the resources to withstand all that, um, you know the fatigue that that has introduced. The other players, players, their legs may not have been quite as fresh, so it might has given a slight opportunity for. Union for Brighton to you know to crack that that European football spot, but I no it, it it's just that I think you've seen some very well run clubs um, just happen to be peaking getting their reward. Yeah, you know, just, I mean it's just yeah it, it, I don't know. Maybe, maybe you're going to see you know. Um, the club's slightly above them. I, I, I think you'd like to, um, certainly, um, the likes of Casido and McAllister are likely to be poached by clubs up in the table. Yeah, they, they will. I mean, especially, well, McAllister being a World Cup winner, you know, now. Yeah, they're big, big links to Anfield at the minute, but we'll see how that goes because, you know, never believe anything until it's done is, is essentially the key with football transfers for me. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it's been a. It's been yeah. It, it's been a. Uh, it, it's been a time. It's been good grief. It's been what? a fancy. I think that's where I'm finding my joy more in the football at the minute. I mean, even length, but Liverpool season being not great. I, I you know, I, I, I think we've gone back and we can go back five years. I get, I get quite bored with clubs dominating leagues. So this is where I'm finding my joy in football. Is the guys coming through? Having the season, and, and you know, just reminding you that it is meant to be about the joy of it, and you know, yeah, maybe some guys have got to be well run. They they've got to think about how to run those clubs brilliantly to get there. But it, it's the joy of it for me. It, it's you know, it's it's watching the Union fans, the you know, the uh, Wrexham fans, the Notts County fans, the Burnley fans, and you know, the Brighton fans. It, it's just love. It's great watching them just have something they didn't think they'd maybe get at the start of the season. 
Yeah, and uh, by the way, as we're discussing uh, full-time, Espanol 2, Barcelona 4. So, yeah, uh, Barcelona are La Liga champions, which are not not an underdog club. Although, let's face it, nobody thought they would after all the financial troubles they had. No, again, brilliantly done by Xavi. I don't think it'll sustain long-term because they they basically sold their financial future for it, but... Good, good luck to them with that. Uh, I agree. Uh, by the way, since we're here, you want to talk about underdogs? You know who is in 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 a shout for uh, a Champions League spot right now? God, actually leading in fourth by five points over Villarreal. Real. It's Real Sociedad. Oh, gotta love so, gotta love better Sociedad. Again. So yeah, yeah. I, I think for some reason, just this year, the environment was right for whatever reason, and maybe the World Cup did have a little to do with it, but maybe not. Yeah, maybe in Napoli's case, certainly, and maybe even in the Bundesliga's yeah. case. Yeah, but still, there is it's it's a minor fact, yeah. certainly among the bigger clubs, or even the Premier League. If you want to talk about, if we want to count Arsenal and Brighton in all yeah. this, but. Yeah, that doesn't explain. That doesn't explain Burnley. It doesn't explain Plymouth. It doesn't explain Wrexham and Notts County either. No, at all. But it's it's just yeah. It's just well-run clubs. Have, or maybe they maybe they're even peaking a season or two earlier than they thought they would. And yeah. Just. Yeah. I, do we do we see this happening? Yeah. Do we see this happening next season? I don't. But the same clubs. No, we didn't see it. But also. Right, but also we didn't see it happening this season. So, no, of course not. Otherwise, otherwise, let's face it, we'd have been retired on the gambling profits. <laughs> yeah, except we don't like the gambling. No. <laughs> we could screw the buggies over. Always could, oh, you know what? That's always fun. That's always fun. <laughs> well, what are your thoughts about the uh, about the, the this year of underdogs? You can uh, hit us up on Twitter at BustingBallsPod or email us bustingballspod at gmail.com you have been listening to episode 81 of the Busting Balls podcast um, either on our native SoundCloud feed soundcloud.com slash busting-balls or the PWOM podcast network soundcloud.com slash pro wrestling only and you can find us on Spotify search Busting Balls podcast Uh, John do you have Anything else you want to discuss whilst we're Enjoy here? Enjoy the silverware, Pep, because you're not getting it next year. Klopp's boys will be back. Oh, boy. <laughs> I think our next... I think our next uh, episode should be the... Um, should be the Premier League Final Grades. Yes. When do you think? Two weeks, two weeks of the season left, isn't it? So, yeah. Yeah, I think so. I so when next we reconvene, it's gonna be another long one where we rate the Premier League from top to bottom. So, uh, yeah. So uh, that's your last words. Absolutely. All right. Well, until then, it's good night from me, and it's good night from him. We'll see you in a couple of weeks. <laughs>